there's a lot of, you know, optimism out there and people are trying to stay positive and forward thinking and really kind of focusing on the long game. But in the, in the meantime, you know, hundreds of thousands of people in the hospitality industry are negatively impacted. And that is extremely stressful on restaurant employees and owners and operators. So, I mean, where we are right now is we're like in the, in the middle of this, this thing, sort of the unknown and just trying to do what we can to survive not only in the long term, but just sort of every day and trying to stay positive and, uh, you know, think about where we're going to go and what we're sort of learning about ourselves uh, as people and as leaders as we kind of uh, navigate through all of these problems. This is Hospitality One-to-One, conversations on the industry. Here's your host, Chris Bettis. Welcome to the Hospitality One-to-One podcast, Conversations on the Industry. Today, we will be speaking with Carrie Luxum. Carrie is the CEO at Restaurant HR Group Incorporated and Carrie Luxum LLC. She is also a highly sought-after keynote speaker and author of the Restaurant Operator's HR Playbook and will be releasing her second book, which is a soft skills playbook, later this year. But before we talk with Carrie... Last week, I had an enlightening conversation with a luxury food and beverage professional with roles as a chef, director of food and beverage, and restaurant general manager for esteemed hotels and restaurants across the country. I have known him for some time, and we had a candid discussion. He spoke at length about his background working with a variety of managers, some who truly inspired him and others who were micromanagers. He explained how difficult it can be to work with micromanagers and added that in many cases it comes down to not being a strong leader and having a lack of self-assurance or self-confidence. But interestingly, he also said that there is a time and a place for it. When an employee has proven unreliable in the past on their own, it was a fresh take on an age-old topic. He also spoke personally about the impacts that COVID-19 is having on him. He recently accepted a new role, but his position has been delayed because of the downturn in the industry. He has taken a side job to pay the bills in the near term and will eventually move on to the new role. But when that is, like so much these days, is unclear. Proof that this crisis is wide-reaching and touches virtually everyone in one way or another. Our guest today knows a lot about the staggering impacts that COVID-19 has on the industry, restaurants in particular. From her 10-plus years as Director of Human Resources for the Potbelly Sandwich Works to her over 10 years running the successful restaurant HR group, Carrie Luxem has extensive hospitality experience and is acutely aware of the devastation that COVID-19 has leveled on the industry. Carrie talks about the current state of the restaurant industry and looks ahead to the other side. She also speaks about the personal impacts this has had on her own business. Here now is Carrie Luxem. Joining us today is Carrie Luxem. Carrie was actually a guest on the Hospitality One One Podcast 1.0. We had uh, first season, if you will. Great guest. If you don't know who she is, she's the founder and CEO of Restaurant. HR Group Incorporated and Carrie Luxem LLC. 
She's also the author of the Restaurant Operator's HR Playbook and will be publishing her second book, a Soft Skills Playbook, this year. Carrie, thank you for joining us. Hi, Chris. Thank you for having me back. I'm super excited to be here. We're so glad to have you. And I mean, if there's ever a timely guest right now, given the state of things, you'd be it. So, I mean, I, I, I've, obviously, I want to have a candid discussion right now. Let's, let's just start where things are right now. Right. In your eyes, where do you see what's the current status right now of restaurants across America, given the COVID-19 outbreak? Oh, boy. Well, we are, you know, the, the industry is hurting. I mean, we are in the thick of it. And I think, you know, I think that, you know, across the board, people are restaurateurs, uh, chefs, restaurant operators. We're just sort of like going day by day, you know, in some regards, hour by hour, trying to figure out how to balance the safety of the people that we care about and how to survive this, this crisis. And I think, uh, you know, we're, we're in, we're in the heat of it. And, you know, it's kind of like, let's just wait and see what happens over the next few days. And we've been, you know, I've been hearing people say that for the last few weeks. So, but I think, you know, what's really uh, inspiring and interesting, there's a lot of, you know, optimism out there and people are trying to stay positive and forward thinking and really kind of focusing on the long game. But in the, in the meantime, you know, hundreds of thousands of people in the hospitality industry are negatively impacted. And that is extremely stressful on restaurant employees and owners and operators. So, I mean, where we are right now is we're like in the, in the middle of this, this thing, sort of the unknown and just trying to do what we can to survive, not only in the long term but just sort of every day and trying to stay positive and uh, you know think about where we're going to go and what we're sort of learning about ourselves uh, as people and as leaders as we kind of uh, navigate through all of these problems. So let's let's look at this from a couple perspectives first of all. I mean obviously you're a business owner. I am yeah. So speaking business owner to business mm -hmm. owner um, you know obviously candidly um, in some cases business may be booming but in other cases, while business is booming, yeah. <laughs> the checks to cover yep. said business 1, aren't going to be yeah. aren't going to be forthcoming as quickly. Yeah. So if you're a business owner right now, how do you how do I mitigate survive? that? How, you know, how I, you, I think that yeah. the, the answer to that is going to be different for everybody. For me, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a small, um, you know, we have a small company. I've uh, 15 employees. We are now currently all working remotely. We do, we, we're used to working remote, but we have an office, but we're not going there. And we have clients and members. It's going to be very difficult for them to continue on with us or to, you know, to pay us if their restaurants have closed. I mean, we've got clients that have closed all their restaurants temporarily. We've got some clients that have closed uh, restaurants permanently uh, because they don't think they're going to be able to recover. We've got some that are trying to stay open and, and trying to get through it. And, you know, what I'm doing, you know, I've had, uh, I've been very, I've been in business for 10 years. We're very I've, uh, in a really desperate cash flow situation, but the truth is many business owners are. So I think it just depends. And so for me, uh, Am I worried? Absolutely. You know, but what I'm trying to do is, again, I just try to think of this in the long term. And I, I'm really first and foremost focusing on 
taking great care of my people, treating them as though they're family. You know, I, I'm, I'm striving for a, to not disrupt their lives as much as I possibly can. We are over communicating with our team. We send out, I send out videos to them. We get on the calls, we send out emails and we just communicate even if we don't know what it is we're doing or what's going to happen. And we're just staying in touch with them that way. And we're really busy, but again, uh, who knows what will happen. And then, um, you know, what I'm doing is really starting to think about, you know, we've had some clients say, we just can't continue to engage as we're, you know, we're shutting down our restaurants and whatever. So we're, we're trying to stay uh, somewhat engaged and so we don't lose the momentum when this does pick back up. You know, we really, we yeah. really care about our long-term partnerships and we're not going to just give up on our, our, you know, our clients when we're, they're going through something terrible. However, I have my own bills to pay and my own, you know, people to, I have payroll, I have rent and all that stuff. So, I mean, right now we've been okay so far. We keep our eye on what's going on, but there's a lot of different things that we can do. We're, we're, figuring out how we can help restaurant groups very temporarily, uh, you know, and we're going to, we're going to push that initiative a little bit, but not too aggressively because we know the world is really shut down. I'm paying attention to the bailouts and, and, and all of these different initiatives that are going to help business owners like me and, and restaurateurs that are impacted by this, you know, all these governments and national restaurant association and these different organization and foundation um, initiatives that are going to hopefully pan out and bail out in some ways uh, the things that are happening. There's certainly the option of getting loans. There's, I've been sent lots of information about SBA uh, loans and stuff. I haven't done a lot of research on it, but I'm, but I'm sure um, you know, I'm, I'm sure there's probably an opportunity to do that, but, but mostly Chris, I, I really think it's just about taking it one day at a time, being a good person, trying to figure out how you're going to, you know, I, I've been really focused on minimizing all of those kind of extra expenses, really running super duper lean as lean as we possibly can, making sure that I'm building and continuing to be honest and having open communication with the people that I pay and the people that pay me and just being open and honest and knowing that, you know, hoping and knowing that we are going to have this great foundational relationship at the end of this and we'll be able to move forward. Just being able to try to find that, that uh, light at the end of the tunnel, if yeah. you know, looking for any, any glimmer of light. So, you know, I mean, obviously given your background and when it comes to focus a lot in the restaurants, it's no secret across, across much of the country right now, um, there are uh, stay at home, there are shelter in place, lockdown, take what you will. And usually one of the requirements is, is this is that uh, restaurateurs across the country are being prohibited from allowing dine-in service. Mm -hmm. uh, bars are forced to close in many cases and restaurants are left now to having to provide either carry out or drive through service only. Right. Uh, it's particularly if you're a business or a restaurant that doesn't traditionally see a lion's share of your business through uh, carry out or to go orders, or if you're not normally positioned for that, what advice do you have for a restaurateur that has to transition to that to stay afloat? I mean, I would say get creative and, you know, it's really interesting and very inspiring as we've worked with some, uh, not even just our clients, we're just really tapped into the industry and we're seeing the, uh, the level of positivity and creativity coming from 
these small, a lot of more of these independent restaurateurs that are trying to stay open. We have clients that, you know, have never done delivery or takeout ever, and they're doing it and they're figuring it out and they're trying to make it fun. And they're, 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 you know, some are probably doing better than others. They're, uh, you know, trying to sell different things and, and get the, you know, just, just, just really trying to be creative. But I think, you know, you just have to, you have to just focus on, you know, doing whatever we can. So, I mean, I, you know, obviously it's just being creative, being positive, trying to make the best, you know, as that saying goes, making, you know, lemonade mm-hmm. out of lemons, if you will. Uh, so, you know, let's talk a little bit about, about, if you will, terminology, given your HR experience, because a lot of a lot of companies now, there's a big difference, if you will, between being let go, being downsized, being laid off, being furloughed. We talk about the furlough and laid off part. Yeah. What responsibilities does a, um, I guess, what does it mean to be furloughed or laid off as opposed to being let go? Yeah. And are there any are there any different responsibilities that an employer, a restaurateur, or a hotelier has? that are different from it being fruit or laid off as opposed to being left Yeah. Uh, well, I will tell you to, to, to start this out, there are, we're seeing across the board, it's very different. And I've been asked many times, should I let my person go? Should I lay them off and terminate them? Or should I furlough them? What's the best answer? And I think, I can't make that determination. I think it just depends. I mean, when this first started, I think there was a lot more people furloughing. And, and when you furlough somebody, you're essentially, you're putting them on, the company is initiating a temporary leave. So it's an unpaid leave for the most part. Uh, and they go, uh, they go on this leave because there is no work because of this coronavirus. And the idea is that they will uh, definitely, you know, they will come back at some point when things pick back up, but their benefits will stay in place and they will be able to, uh, you know, hopefully continue on with with those benefits. And, and then regarding benefits, if there's a premium, we've seen some operators you know, require that the uh, employee figure out how to pay their premium. And then we have some that are setting up return to work payment plans and they're going to figure it out later. And they're just trying to figure out how to keep the employee, the employees uh, benefits active uh, as they go. So it's kind of across the board. And if you, you know, if you terminate somebody, they, be, they no longer are your employees. If you lay them off or you fire them, terminate them, their benefits will end. They have to, if eligible, get the COBRA paperwork. And then if you bring them back, you'd have to rehire them. So, you know, and then, but then if you terminate them, then all of these, you know, there's all this new sick pay leave and the, the FMLA expansion stuff that's happening. And I think there's a lot of misunderstanding and, and, and confusion and worry about what that's going to cost operators. And so I think there's a lot of people that are going the termination route because they're afraid of this having to pay extra for this, you know, for this sick leave and all of that stuff. So it's confusing, but I I think so that, so the difference is to to answer your question is, you know, if you're furloughing them, you're basically, you know, keeping them, you know, keeping them on your, keeping them as active, but they're, but they're basically, uh, you know, not working, they're unpaid, they're on a leave and their benefits, uh, can stay intact. If they're being laid off or fired, they go away from your company. They're no longer employees of your company and they can go, they'll go and file an employment. Yeah. And then with unemployment, whether you're furloughed and, and active or you're unemployed, you can still go file for unemployment. So we're getting a lot of questions. Some people think if, they, yeah. if they're put on a leave, they can't get unemployment. But if you have that loss in your wages, 
well, even sometimes with salespeople, like they make, they make, you know, a thousand dollars a week or 500, whatever it is. And then they go down and they're all commissioned and they're making $50 a week. They can, they can too, still being actively employed can go file for employment because they can show that they are no longer able to make the money they were making, whether they're still there or not. Gotcha. Yeah. That's an important distinction. Great yeah. answer to the question. So let's, let's look at this also from an employee right. standpoint. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, while across the board, we know that virtually every industry has been affected by this. Focusing on, let's, let's deal with restaurants right now, particularly, mm -hmm. okay? Um, you're a restaurant, whether it be a restaurant manager, a server, a cook, doesn't matter. You work the restaurant, and due to this, this uh, you know, basically this crisis, you've been laid off. Whether it be a furlough short-term or being an outright termination um, finding another job right now in the restaurant industry is a little difficult because everyone's kind of in the same boat, right. if you will. What do you do? How, you know, what advice do you have for someone who's found themselves not working? Right. Out? You know, it, it's, it's such a good question. And I will say it's, I mean, we're dealing a lot with employees, employees that don't even, they're not even clients. I have a decent following and there's so much stress going on. People are trying to file for unemployment. Can you imagine the unemployment offices right now? Like it's just overwhelming. Mm -hmm. You know, they are stressed out. They are, they are like, you know, they're just, they're, they're very scared. So I think my very first bit of advice is sort of like, uh, you know, of course, but try to remain positive and, and, you know, you can't do much if you're just so stressed out, you're not taking care of yourself, you know, there's going, there's going to be a light at the end of this tunnel. And so uh, if you, you know, there are, by the way, there are, there are numerous companies that are hiring. Walmart is trying to hire 150,000 people across the country. They've got, there's all kinds of delivery driver places and daycares and, you know, different places that are, that are hiring. Now, is it the most ideal job? No, but you could certainly, you could certainly research these things. And uh, there's, you know, all kinds of industries that are thriving, the healthcare industry, the, the pharmacies, the grocery stores. I mean, there are definitely opportunities for you to do something to, to, to make some money. So I think that, you know, you just have to try to stay positive. And, you know, here's one thing I'd like to say to uh, employees all over. There's a lot of anger. And I mean, this is something that nobody can control. And I think there's a lot of employees that feel like their employers drop the ball on this. And I will tell you that I personally know of a number of really great people that haven't maybe communicated this whole thing as well as they should have. But it's such, it's such a unprecedented time and nobody knows how to handle this, you know? And so, so it's, I'm not telling, you know, it's, it's like sort of be forgiving and understanding and empathetic, empathetic with what is going on. And sometimes you just don't know what to do. So I find that a lot of managers and leaders aren't sure how to communicate. So they sort of like shut down a little bit, if you will. And then I, I, I try to tell the people that are in these leadership positions over communicate, over communicate, 
tell people what's going on, explain the whys, explain that, you know, this is why we're putting you on a furlough or why we have to terminate you. We're here for you. Have somebody that can be there to help and support. One of the things that we offered up early on with our clients is like, let us be that phone call away for your employees, because I'm a believer that, you know, every single one of these employees, they're stressed out and they're trying to figure out how to make it through this unemployment process or how they're going to get back to work. Sometimes they just need a professional shoulder to cry on or they need some advice and nobody's problems or worries are too small but we're all so busy and we're all trying to figure out how to how to move forward ourselves we're all worried about our own families that I think that gets lost sometimes and even just answering those simple questions we have gotten so many I've gotten so many messages through my social platforms saying hey my HR department's too busy can you answer this very simple question for me or whatever and I think it's just we just gotta we've gotta pull ourselves together and kind of get out of that funk that we're in because I trust me and Chris the truth is I I talk about positivity and not being stressed out I I am I'm human too and I have my days where I'm like you know in a darker place than I was yesterday and I think it's just normal you know it's like normal but if we if we really focus on surrounding our with the right people, kind of, I, I focus on viewing and focusing on things that are out there in the world on the internet or whatever that are more positive. I tend to, to, to remain more optimistic and then I get more stuff done and I, I see that light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, I think in that, in the spirit of light at the end of the tunnel and the spirit of positivity, moving away from all the doom and gloom, if you will, of what's happening right now, let's look at the end mm-hmm. game. Okay. Uh, we know that this right. will not be forever. Um, as with everything, there is a cycle of things and this will cycle itself through. We don't know the time frame, but we know that it will work right. itself out. What can restaurateurs and hospitality professionals do right now to position themselves um, and or what can they be doing as we begin to recover to help expedite the regrowth? Well, first and foremost, they could just be a good human being you know that's leadership you know just be good to people be honest be direct be open you know be forgiving you know like i i it's the it's the ability to build these relationships so many people are so short-sighted you know it's like oh i'm 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 in this partnership they can't pay me so i'm gonna move on you know like be you know so so i think whether you're dealing with employees or vendors or clients or whatever really kind of focus on nurturing those relationships, you know, and, and, uh, you know, and then aside from that, I think you just got to figure out whatever it is in your own company, that's going to help you rebuild your sales and your people. And and you've got to just sort of come up with with a plan. And then every single day, sort of just chip away at it. I mean, and, and, you know, if you sort of look at this and you, you were talking about this isn't going to last forever, if you really just think about that, this is this is going to end. And, and it's it's really easy to, to just absolutely thrive and do great when the world and the economy is doing well. But let's 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 we're really in this sort of dark place. Let's see who rises out of it. And I think if you just sort of look at this big challenge, this big problem, this big this pandemic as an opportunity for us to all learn about ourselves and how to, you know, how, how to be a better leader, a better person, uh, a better strategizer, a problem solver. And, you know, and you really, I mean, I gotta tell you, I have never seen 
so much. My team is coming together. Like it makes it, I get choked up when I think about how much my team is coming together and figuring it out. And we're there. Everybody is working extra hard. We're all trying to figure out how we're going to survive, but the energy is positive. Everybody's got these crazy great ideas on how we can start, sort of start to build things when we're not able to be paid or whatever it is. And so I think you just got to, you got to surround yourself with the right people that are ready for the challenge. This is not going to be easy, not only just independently with our businesses, but in the world. I mean, we've, this is going to take us a while to kind of recover and we'll, we'll get back to a, a, a normal, but it'll probably be a new normal, you know? And so I think, you know, we just, we just have to, we just have to, just have to be those leaders that we always talk about. We have to rise to the occasion. We have to lead by example. We have to do the right thing, not the easy thing. We have to do the right thing. And that's not always, you know, that's not always fun, but that's how you're, that's how you're going to have the reputation that of somebody that's going to want to work with you or want to be your customer or want, you know, that's going to want to hire you to recruit for them or do their HR for them or whatever is that they know that you care about them as a long-term partner, not just a short-term pay check, you know? So it's fantastic. It's sobering advice. It's a reminder to put the human back in human resources. So terrific, terrific advice. Uh, As we wrap up here, Carrie, if people want to get a hold of you either for a quick question or for any future opportunities, What's the best way to reach well, you? Well, uh, my website is carryluxum.com. Uh, that's my personal branding website. And then Restaurant HR Group is our outsourcing service. But, you know, I am very active on LinkedIn. So uh, any of those ways is, is a great way to reach me. Terrific. Carrie, again, it's always a pleasure talking to you. I know, uh, especially in these difficult times, it's refreshing. And it's also uh, uh, able to show some positivity. And I think more importantly, yeah. some hope. Uh, I'm really, really, on. thank you so much. Carrie, and I, I love that you're, you're stepping up and doing these, these podcasts. I think it says a lot about you guys as, as a company. And I think it's, it's really great that you're doing this. So thank you so much for thinking of me. Our pleasure. Our pleasure. Again, Carrie Luxem, everyone. Thank Again, you. Thanks you for joining too. us, Carrie. Thanks, Have a good day, okay? Thanks for listening to the Hospitality One-to-One podcast. Be sure to tune in next week for more stories and conversations with the best in the hospitality industry.